Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here is your host, Jim Manfredonia. Good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come to Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you, as the Lord allows us this time, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. And uh, I'm praying you're having a blessed, happy, and holy day, wonderful day, as we celebrate today the Archangels, September 29th, 2020. And uh, a lot going on, you know. There's just so much people's. Have you seen people like driving? Are driving crazy? Driving me crazy? Um, I don't know. Just uh, I want to get into that today because you know, of course, today is uh, the feast of Saint Michael, uh, Gabriel, uh, Raphael, um, and uh, you know, uh, back in the 1800s, Pope Leo. The 13th had that vision which inspired the composing of the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. And uh, I'm going to read to you today, a little later on in the program, because we'll pray that prayer as we do every uh, day at the top of the hour. But I'm going to read the, the actual entire prayer. What we, what we normally pray as the prayer to St. Michael is a very much abbreviated form of that prayer. Uh, when Pope Leo composed the original prayer to St. Michael, it was a long <laughs> prayer. Uh, long, I mean, not, you know, pages, but long, much longer than it is uh, as we know it. So I'm going to share that with you and, Chris, remind us of uh, the incident that occurred to inspire the composing of that prayer. Also, over the weekend, Holy Father Pope Francis, um, in his Angelus message, um, taught about the path to holiness, and he said the path to holiness requires spiritual combat. You know, we're seeing now, and I think we, we'd, we're, we'd be pretty pretty foolish, pretty naive if we didn't uh, acknowledge it, that we are in a very obvious spiritual battle. There is a raging spiritual warfare taking place, and we're seeing it, I think, come to a head over the next uh, four or five weeks, six weeks uh, before the end of this whole year has been a, <laughs> you know, has been a... Uh, a battle, hasn't it, um, between the virus and everything else that's been going on. Um, and now, of course, politically, our political situation here in our country is just uh, magnifying the work of the enemy. I, I, I don't know about you, but boy, you know, and this isn't a political statement, but when you see the attacks on um, the nominee for the Supreme Court, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who is a very faithful, practicing Catholic woman, wife and mother, uh, and the the vicious and vile uh, attacks on her faith, our faith, <laughs> as Catholics. Oh, my goodness. You, you, you know where all of this is coming from. It's just so obvious. So anyway, I'm happy you're here. And you know, my friends, we're going to pray our prayers. And I'm going to ask you, please, uh, two very special intentions of mine to pray for. Number one, um, 
and you, if you've been with us, uh, you know, regularly, you know that uh, our son and daughter-in-law are expecting their third baby. Uh, he is due because it is a he. He, he is a, it's a boy. Uh, he's due um, Monday, the fifth of October, and uh, that'll be our third grandchild. And so, just please keep keep them in your prayers, and I'll keep you posted on that as a grand, as a, a proud grandpa. Along, although my my official name now is not grandpa. Uh, Charlotte has decided that. Uh, from here on out, any 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 grandchildren that I have are going to call me Papa. So um, anyway, pray for that. But also, pray for the apostolate. You know, we, we have, I've shared this with you, and maybe I haven't I haven't hit it hard enough. Uh, I, I hate doing that, but I you know I have to be honest with you. Um, we're not doing well financially right now. You know, normally in a normal year we'd have have had our radiothon. Uh, back in the spring, and that would have raised enough funds for us to to make it through the summer and fall months. But of course, we didn't have our radiothon in the spring. We're going to have it in uh, before the end of the year. Um, but right now, uh, because we didn't have those funds to work with, we're really, really hurting. And so, I'm just going to ask you, please, to keep that in prayer. That miracle upon miracle pours out of the sky somehow, and our financial needs are met. Uh, because right now they're not being met, and uh, that's a very serious situation. You know, one thing I hope that you understand, and, and, and we all thank God for, is that throughout all the, the turmoil and the uh, situations that we faced this year, this very, very uh, strange year of 2020, that domestic church media has been here for you 24-7. But, I, you know, we're always under a spiritual attack. In fact, last night, those of you who were listening to 89.3, you know we were off the air there for about 12 hours until this morning. Um, uh, there was an, an Internet issue here, and uh, our Hamilton station is now back up and running, thanks be to God. Uh, our new transmitter for 1260 is, is being built and will be installed hopefully by the first week in, in November, so that will really strengthen our signal in the 1260 area, but it's one thing after another, you know, and uh, our bills keep coming in and, and we got to pay for stuff. And so please keep that in prayer. I, I'm praying on this day, uh, uh, we remember the archangels, that there will be a very special financial angel who will step out of the box and, and help us out um, because we do need help. We've been falling short about $9,000 a month, and that adds up, and it's not good. So we want to be here for you, especially as things get really intense uh, as it regards the spiritual warfare that's taking place. We want to be a place that you can come to and really be reinforced in that, in that uh, great understanding of Christ's love for you and that we have nothing to fear and that we can be fortified in our faith here on these domestic church media stations and all of our platforms uh, a place where people can come and find a haven of hope and a beacon of light here. So pray for that, uh, if you would, uh, both now and then uh, other times, and I have some other information to share with you. But let, let's let's pray. And uh, again, welcome to all of you listening on our radio stations, on all of our audio platforms. Of course, we're also streaming live video right now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash domesticchurchmedia, facebook.com slash Domestic Church Media, also live video on our uh, homepage at DomesticChurchMedia.org. And so let's unite now as brothers and sisters in the Lord, okay, and raise these prayers up and pray for our country as we pray this beautiful prayer for the United States of America. So let's begin in the name of the Father, 
and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother, in union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme, eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of our nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our mother, patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and to the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we pray the prayer that Pope Francis asked us to pray, the two prayers specifically, two, over two years ago, asked all of us to pray every day on a daily basis, the prayer to St. Michael and also the Subtum Presidium prayer, the most ancient prayer to our Blessed Mother, we fly to thy protection. And he asked that we pray these prayers to protect the church from the attacks of the devil. And we've added an intention to that, to protect the United States from the attacks of the devil. And so on this day, the feast day of St. Michael the Archangel and St. Gabriel and St. Raphael, let's pray together the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. St. Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In a special way, Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, again, friends, I thank you for praying. Lots and lots of prayers being raised. Now, um, we have to now storm heaven. Uh, we really do, with all of these prayers that are being prayed. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to Almighty God that we here at Domestic Church Media can be a platform where people can come and, and pray. As we, you know, if you listen, you know, just the 3 o'clock hour, we have a special hour each, each day at 3 o'clock of prayer. We pray the Chapel of the Divine Mercy. Sister Ann Shields reflects on the daily readings, and then we pray the rosary. 
Of course, we have the rosary at 9 o'clock in the morning, 9.30 in the morning. We have the rosary 5.30 in the morning. We have the rosary 9.30 at night. Um, I always like to imagine when I first began this work, uh, when we opened our first station here at 1260, I always like to think of, you know, at 9.30 in the morning, all the, you know, we talk about the numbers of people, the number of households that we reach. Uh, and uh, we reach right now with all four of our stations about 8 million people who live in those listening areas. Potentially 8 million people could be listening. That doesn't even take into account all of the traffic that goes through our signals. But I always like to think, imagine all the people on the Turnpike, the Parkway, 195, 295, Route 1, uh, Route 33, 35, 37, 36. I mean, all these wonderful highways and byways we have here in New Jersey with people driving could listen and pray the rosary every day at 930 in the morning or 330 in the afternoon or 930 at night. Um, Just so many opportunities for prayer. And so I'm very honored, and, and we thank Almighty God for this great gift to be able to be here to provide that. Now, special things are happening, especially over the next five weeks leading up to the election. Of course, we know tonight is the first debate uh, between President Trump and his opponent, uh, former Vice President Biden. Um, and interesting, when you look at the dates of the debates, today, of course, being the Feast of the Archangels, uh, the vice presidential candidates will be debating on October 7th, the Feast of the Holy Rosary. And the two remaining presidential debates, one's going to be on October 15th, the Feast of St. Teresa of Avila. And the last one is going to be October 22nd, the Feast of our dear St. Pope John Paul II. So a lot of special intercessory prayer here. Go to those saints, uh, pray the rosary, um, that God's will be done, Okay. Uh, our responsibility here at Domestic Church Media is to help you form a, a good Catholic conscience, uh, to make the right decision, to make the right choices. Uh, I think we look around at our country, we're all um, concerned about the civil unrest, the social unrest, the, the violence, the anger, the hatred that's out there. This isn't America, and we need peace, and we need to get back to the basic Judeo-Christian principles upon which this country was founded. So we ask the Lord to bless America. We ask God to bless America. America, in many ways, over the past number of decades, has turned her back on God uh, through various uh, ways and legislation, abortion being at the top of the list, but that's not the only one. And all the other things, the, 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 the redefinition of family and, and uh, all the other things that are out there that are, are taking prayer out of the school. You know, so we have to go to the throne of Almighty God and beg Him to bless this nation, to bless this land. And as I said on Friday's program, and I don't know anything from anything, except that in my own prayer, I, I do, in my own spiritual awareness, whatever that may be at whatever level at times, I don't know, that I do believe that we're going to see divine intervention as we approach the election, uh, that has, is going to manifest itself in a way that will be like uh, the most, um, I don't want to say unusual, but it's going to be manifested in a way that is going to be very clear that God has stepped in 
And I don't know what way that's going to be or what that's going to be, but I do believe that through all these prayers that are being prayed, through Our Lady's intercession on our behalf, as, she, as, the prayer, as we pray in the prayer, we, we present our nation to our Blessed Mother, and she brings it to the Holy Trinity, that we're going to see divine intervention manifested in the most amazing way. But we have to pray and pray hard and pray fervently. And so we're providing opportunities here, especially through our affiliation with EWTN, all the ways throughout our broadcast day that we can gather so many people at one time in prayer. As I said, our potential audience for all four of our stations is a little over 8 million, but that doesn't include the vehicular traffic, all the cars that are driving through. Our, our, our. And now, of course, that's just the radio stations, but through our mobile app, through our streaming audio, through the Amazon and Echo, uh, Echo and Google Home devices, we're literally going around the world. So we have to keep praying. So take advantage of those times that we provide where you can come together virtually as family and pray, especially for the intention that is uh, to protect our, our country. Um, now, tonight at 9.30, I know the debate's tonight at 9 o'clock. Most people are going to be watching that, I'm sure. Um, but for your information, 9.30 tonight, we're going to begin through, again, our affiliation with EWTN, a novena to the Mother of God under the title of the Immaculate Conception for our nation. It's a half hour. It's going to be prayed at 9.30 tonight and every night through October 7th, okay, uh, at 9.30 at night. What we're going to do here is we're going to rebroadcast that novena prayer the next day at 9 a.m., Okay, so um, the first day of the novena will be prayed tonight at 9.30 and then tomorrow night and every night through October 7th. But we're going to repeat the novena prayer being prayed through EWTN every morning at 9 a.m. through October 8th, which, by the way, October 8th is the Feast of Our Lady of Good Remedy. So that fits in. Um, So tonight at 9.30 and or again tomorrow at 9 a.m. So we're going to preempt. Uh, the wisdom of Father Groeschel over the next uh, nine days and put in the uh, novena to our Blessed Mother at 9 o'clock. So n- 9 o'clock in the morning on our stations is going to be like a- another holy hour because we'll have the-, the novena prayer prayed at 9 and then the rosary prayed at 9.30. So gather your friends, gather your family if you can, and at 9 o'clock in the morning have that full hour begging our Blessed Mother to uh, help protect this country, both through the Novena Prayer uh, that we pray at 9 and then the Rosary at 9.30 with Father Groeschel. Um, So that's obviously, uh, and of course, every day at 3 o'clock, as I said, we have the the, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy at 3. Then we have Sister Ann Shield reflecting on the daily Mass readings, and then we have the Rosary again. So many ways to pray, to come together as family, and this is so important, my brothers and sisters, right now, we're going to see tonight, even, you know, the debate. Uh, and as I said, with the Supreme Court nomination and uh, Amy Coney Barrett, a, a very faithful Catholic woman uh, who's being attacked because of that, because she is Catholic, because she is uh, a, a faithful wife and mother of seven, adopted two children. One of her children has special needs. 
uh, I mean, you can see the, 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 the manifestation of evil simply because she's Catholic. Um, and I think this is just the beginning. The devil is raging. Now, um, there have been some, because I've been reading some articles, people who are, have been saying uh, that what we're seeing is, again, the, the, the anger of Satan uh, and the battle that's, that's being uh, waged between good and evil becoming so obvious. The anger on some people, people's, some people's faces, the, 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 the just angry and, 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 you know, the violence and the burning of cities. So we, as the people of God, and first of all, we have to remember not to be afraid. God will take care of his own. Don't worry about that. God will take care of his own. Our responsibility is to live faithfully, and I'm going to do that, share that with you now, Holy Father, over the weekend, um, during his Angelus message, was teaching about the path to holiness, which is obviously a path we all strive for and walk uh, our entire lives. We're, we're called to holiness. But he said Sunday that the Christian life requires concrete commitments and spiritual combat in order to grow in holiness. That's what Pope Francis said. He said there is no path to holiness without some renunciation and without spiritual combat. He said the battle for personal sanctity requires grace to fight for the good, to fight not to fall into temptation, to do what we can on our part to come to live in the peace and joy of the Beatitudes. The Holy Father said in the Catholic tradition, spiritual combat involves an internal battle of prayer in which a Christian must fight temptation, distraction, discouragement, or dryness. Spiritual combat also entails cultivating virtues to make better life choices and exercise charity towards one's neighbor. I mean, we're so distracted today by so many things that are pulling us away. I find myself in doing battle with that. You know, becoming so almost obsessed to, 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 you know, find out what's going on, watch the news and see where we are, see what's happening, what's being said. There's so much out there. And then I have to remind myself, wait a minute, my responsibility really is to pray. I, you know, as, as a faithful uh, disciple of Jesus Christ, any one of us who is uh, in, in that uh, category, we, we have the great power of prayer. So whatever's going on out there, we want to pray and pray that uh, our country, that the people who are in charge, the people who are running for office, the people who are voting for those people, all vote and act and live according to uh, what God asks of them. God does not ask for uh, um, uh, death and evil. That's not from God. Uh, division and, and, and uh, anger and hatred. That's not from God. God asks for goodness and, and, and charity and love, uh, holiness. So we have to pray that people's hearts and minds are opened to that and that by our own witness, people may be inspired. Again, um, you know, I was reading um, 
earlier today, and I'm not sure if I have it in front of me here. Um, yes, I do. The Holy Father released um, the theme for the 55th World Day of Communications, which is held every May, although he releases the official uh, letter this time of year. Um, and the, t- the theme this year for World Communications Day, or next year for World Communications Day, is Come and See, um, based on John 1, 46. And the whole idea is that before the gospel is proclaimed prior to words, he said there are looks, testimonies, experiences, encounters, and closeness in a word, life itself, and how we live is a communication, isn't it? Um, and, of course, when the Holy Father said communicating, encountering people as uh, and where they are. And that's the beauty of what we can do here at Domestic Church Media through our broadcast, because people don't have to come uh, to our studio to hear the teaching of Jesus Christ. Uh, they can be wherever they are. We go to them. We, we reach them where they are. We're going out there to reach them with God's Word, to help them encounter Jesus. And it's all of these things, my friends, put together, really, when you stop to think about it, is, is what our responsibility is here in this world as Catholics, as disciples of Jesus. But Holy Father reminded us Sunday that this internal battle that we have, uh, temptation, distraction, discouragement, dryness, uh, we all face it, and we're all um, every day doing battle with it. And he, uh, he acknowledged that conversion can be a painful process uh, because it is a process of moral purification, which he likened to removing encrustations from one's heart. Pope Francis said conversion is a grace for which we must always ask for, Lord, Give me the grace to improve. Give me the grace to be a good Christian. What a great prayer. I mean, the first prayer of the morning, perhaps we should be praying that, right? Lord, give me the grace to be a good Christian today and wherever I go and whomever I encounter. And he said, living a Christian life is not made up of dreams or beautiful aspirations, but of concrete commitments in order to open ourselves ever more to God's will and to love uh, God's will and to love for our brothers and sisters. Faith in God asks us to renew every day the choice of good over evil, the choice of truth rather than lies, the choice of love for our neighbor over selfishness. And this is the battle. This, this, this is where we are right now. The battle between good and evil, the, 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 the spiritual war is raging. Satan is, is angry. And he's letting that be known. But we know, and all the saints will, you know, so many quotes that we have from saints about this, that even just at the name of the Blessed Mother, Satan cowers. And we have the power in our prayers, my brothers and sisters, especially in the rosary, to dispel him. But we're seeing the manifestation of of that evil right now in such a way as never before, I believe. And I think we're going to see, I do believe we're going to see a manifestation 
of divine intervention in all of this in the most uh, extraordinary way. I don't know what that will be. But I think as we get closer and closer and closer to this election, which they say is going to be (laughs) not going to be settled on November 3rd. It's going to go beyond that with the counting of mail-in ballots and all the accusations of, of fraud. We're seeing all this, again, being brought to light now that we're just seeing the beginning, I think, of what, what's going to happen. But this country is a country that was founded with a, a true acknowledgement of God himself as the foundation of who we are as a people, that it was founded on the, the understanding that all men are created equal and given an alienable rights by God, not by the government, but by God, of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we beg the Lord, number one, to forgive us our many sins as a country, and to place his hand on this nation, and to bring it back to where he wants it to be, that our will as a country and how we run this country and how this country uh, lives and exists is compliant with the will of Almighty God. And the people who are in charge are the people that God wants to be there. And that we, as the people who put those people in charge, make the right choice based on a well-formed Catholic conscience. And through prayer and coming together as the people of God in whatever way we can to do battle with the war that's raging. And that's where we are. And so Holy Father reminded us that this call to holiness is going to involve spiritual battles. So we're ready for them. And we have the strength of Almighty God on our side with that beautiful grace to do battle. Okay, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, uh, we're going to go to Pope Leo XIII and the original prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. So stay where you are, my friends. There's more to come on Come to Me. attack on traditional marriage and ensure religious freedom for ourselves and for our grandchildren? To do this, we must convert the culture. St. Paul Street Evangelization is a grassroots initiative that recognizes this need and takes it to the streets. If you're interested in peacefully sharing the gospel in your area, visit streetevangelization.com to learn more.
Hi, I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope on these domestic church media stations. Sixty seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Now, in order to understand the knowledge of God, you must make a distinction between foreknowledge and predetermination. The two are not identical. God indeed does foreknow everything, but he does not predetermine us independently of our will and our merits. Just suppose that you knew the stock market very well. And because of your superior knowledge of business conditions, you said that such and such a stock within six months would be selling 10 points higher than it is now. Suppose six months later it actually sold 10 points higher. Would you have predetermined and caused it to be 10 points higher? Although you foreknew it. There were other influences, were there not, besides your superior knowledge? The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is, 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, go Go to GoodShop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit GoodShop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your Internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's GoodShop.com, and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. GoodShop.com. From Titusville to Tom's River. Bluebell to Barnegat. Rumson to Roebling. Washington Crossing to West Long Branch. Farmingdale to Flemington. Spring Lake to Stockton. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Welcome back, my friends, on this Feast of the Archangels, September 29th, 2020. I'm praying you're having a blessed day. I just heard a pouring outside here. I guess it's raining out. I don't really have much view of the outside world, and I'm here in the studio, but I heard the pretty much of a downpour outside. So anyway, I hope you're staying dry and, uh, and uh, safe and on this uh, great day that we remember the Archangels. And we're going to talk about that. Um, the actually the original Saint Michael the Archangel prayer that was composed by Pope Leo XIII back in 1884. 
Um, we'll get to that. Um, just want to remind you also, you know, we pray the prayer at the top of the hour, the prayer for the United States. We've gotten, we've sent out thousands of these. They're free. We don't charge. We even pick up the postage. Um, and if you have ordered them and you're out, you maybe, maybe you pass them out, you pass them out to friends and family, you want more, don't be afraid to write back. We'll, we'll give you more. If you've not uh, gotten yours yet, um, now's the time. These next five weeks going to be a wild ride, I think, in our country. And we need to go to Blessed Mother and present our country to her. Give it to her, and she'll bring it to the Holy Trinity. And uh, as I said, I, 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 do, I feel in my heart that we're going to see a divine intervention, manifestation of divine intervention of the most extraordinary kind People will become so perplexed and befuddled, they won't know what's going on. But people, the people of God will, you see. We'll have it, an understanding, I believe. Because the way things are going, it has to, there's only, one, only really one way to straighten things out. Right? <laughs> only God can straighten things out here. We've gotten so much going on. But anyway, so go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. And up on the top of the uh, home screen, there's an option for prayer. Just put your cursor over that word prayer, and a little menu drops down, and then click on prayer for the United States of America, and uh, just give us your information, who you are, where to mail it, and how many you want, and we'll we'll get them out to you. Uh, so don't be afraid to do that, and we encourage you, and keep passing them out, you know? Just keep passing them out. We want as many people praying as possible. And as I said, tonight at 9.30, and I know the debate is at 9 o'clock, and uh, everybody wants to watch that, uh, but at 9.30, you know, you, actually what you can do with all the way um, technology these days, if you're watching TV, you can just kind of pause it. Right? Even live TV, you can pause for a half hour and pray the novena and then put the debate, you know, let the debate continue. Pray for the, the debate. <laughs> pray. Uh, anyway, so 9.30 tonight. Uh, through our affiliation with EWTN, we begin a nine-day novena to the Mother of God for our nation. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to repeat it the next day at 9 o'clock. So if you don't pray it tonight at at 9.30, you can pray it tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., and then we pray the rosary after that. So we have a full hour of of very, very uh, beautiful prayer for our country uh, every morning at 9 o'clock. This will run through... Um, the 7th slash 8th of October, depending on when you listen, uh, either at night or in the daytime, because it's a day later, you know. But it's still an novena. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just pray it. Just pray. So that starts tonight at 9.30 and then starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, for the next nine days uh, to pray this beautiful novena uh, that's produced by EWTN uh, to the Mother of God for our nation. Um and also, if you've not yet, uh, there is the, um, the Father's Blount. Father Tony and Father Jim Blount began back on August 15th, the 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena, to stave off violence and impending civil unrest. And um, that novena is going on right now. It doesn't make any difference if you didn't start it on the 15th. You can just hop right in there, just hop on the freight car there and, and just start praying. 
go to queenofpeacemedia.com, queenofpeacemedia.com, for all the information about the um, 54-day Rosary Miracle Novena. And then also uh, there is the Million Rosary March, and that's the website, millionrosarymarch.com, where you can pledge uh, your rosary uh, to, to the cause, and that, again, praying for our country. And right now there have been 1,385,400 rosaries pledged. You can pledge your rosary. Go to millionrosarymarch.com, and you can pledge your rosary as well. Lots and lots and lots of prayers being raised. Um, you know, I, my, as my sister said recently in a communication, she said, you know, I doesn't, we don't remember these many prayers being prayed at one time for such a long period for our country. Now, I know, I'm sure, during, especially during the Second World War, prayers are being prayed, and, but we have the technology now to instantly gather millions of people in prayer, instantly. And that's what, that, again, another beautiful uh, fruit of having a uh, Catholic media apostolate such as domestic church media available to you. You know, we go from Cape May, even over across the bay, over in Toulouse, Delaware, I'm told, we heard, uh, up the coast uh, into uh, Atlantic County with uh, WGYM 1580, of course, on the on the uh, eastern uh, coast here in New Jersey, uh, on in Ocean County, Monmouth County, and other counties surrounding there on 89.3. Of course, 1260 right now, we're kind of flying on, on only one engine, but uh, that's going to change in about a month. We get our brand new transmitter put in that's going to really, really pump up and strengthen our signal, even up into places where not, we haven't been heard before. Uh, so all the way out into Bucks and Montgomery County, Northeast Philadelphia, Northern Hunterdon County, Middlesex County, Somerset, and, of course, right here in Mercer and Burlington. I mean, there's so much opportunity that we can, in an instant, gather millions of people in prayer and just start like we're doing now with the rosaries and the, and the, uh, the, uh, the novena prayer that starts tonight. It's such an important part of so many people's lives. I'm going to say it again. Please, my friends, pray for us because without that Radiothon last spring, we are right now in a very, very precarious financial uh, situation. Those funds every year carry us through the, the, uh, the summer months into the fall. We didn't have it in the spring, obviously, because of the pandemic. We are going to have it before the end of the year, but not immediately. So we need, if you can any way help us, a little extra, uh, every bit helps, but we really, we've been falling short the past number of months, about $9,000 a month short, and that's not good. We need this apostolate. We need these stations. We need all these media outlet platforms that we have available to us to continue to proclaim the Word of God and to bring people together in prayer. So please, if, especially if you, if you have the, uh, the ability to be a financial angel <laughs> today on the Feast of the Archangel, of course, Friday, the guardian angels, um, to help us in a special way, whatever way you can. You know, and I know there are some people listening and watching who have financial 
capabilities of making a, a big impact. So pray about that because we have to have this apostolate here. Uh, there's nothing else like it that's doing what we're doing. So please pray for us. Okay, let's go to uh, this, on this feast of the archangels. It was, and I didn't realize this, it was exactly 33 years prior to the miracle of the sun at Fatima on October 13th. Of course, the miracle of the sun in Fatima was October 13th, 1917. But on October 13th, 1884, Pope Leo XIII had a remarkable vision. He was older, and he had just finished celebrating Mass in his private Vatican chapel. And there were a few cardinals and members of the Vatican staff there. Suddenly, Pope Leo XIII stopped at the foot of the altar. And they said that he stood there as if he was in a trance. His face became pale white for about 10 minutes. And then he went to his office. And they weren't quite sure what was going on. Was he sick? Was he, you know... But shortly thereafter, he composed the prayer to St. Michael... And he then instructed the church to have it uh, prayed after all the low masses around the world. And when he was asked what, was hap- what, what had happened to him, he explained that he was about to leave the foot of the altar. Suddenly, he heard two voices. He said one was a, a kind and gentle voice. The other was guttural and harsh. They seemed to come from near the tabernacle, he said. And as he listened, he heard the guttural voice of Satan tell God that he could destroy the church if he had 75 to 100 years uh, to do it and, and greater power and influence over those who would give themselves over to my service, he said. God granted this to him, just as he did many millennia ago, granting Satan power over Job. Um, the prayer that we pray, the prayer to St. Michael that we pray, we pray at the the, the beginning of every program here, is a much abbreviated version of the prayer that he composed after that vision. So I want to pray for you the original prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. And these days, my friends, as I said, and as you know, I have to tell you this, you you know it, just, just Watch, look around, see what's going on, and you see the manifestation of evil in our country, especially here in the United States. I think this is, you know, this is, the devil loves division, and that's one of his main tactics, to divide and conquer. But anyway, let me, let me, let me pray for you the prayer that, the original prayer to St. Michael that Pope Leo XIII composed. O glorious Archangel St. Michael, Prince of the Heavenly Host, be our defense in the terrible warfare which we carry on against principalities and powers, against the rulers of this world of darkness, spirits of evil. Come to the aid of man, whom God created immortal, made in his own image and likeness, and redeemed at a great price from the tyranny of the devil. Fight this day the battle of the Lord together with the holy angels, 
as already thou hast fought the leader of the proud angels, Lucifer, and his apostate host, who were powerless to resist thee, nor was there place for them any longer in heaven. This cruel, I'm sorry, that cruel, that ancient serpent who is called the devil or Satan, who seduces the whole world, was cast into the abyss with his angels. Behold, this primeval enemy and slayer of men has taken courage. Transformed into an angel of light, he wanders about with all the multitude of wicked spirits invading the earth in order to blot out the name of God and his Christ to seize upon, slay, and cast into eternal perdition souls destined for the crown of eternal glory. This wicked dragon pours out as a most impure flood the venom of his malice on men of depraved mind and corrupt heart, the spirit of lying, of impiety, of blasphemy, and the pestilent breath of impurity and of every vice and iniquity. These most crafty enemies have filled and inebriated with gall and bitterness the church, the spouse of the Immaculate Lamb and have laid impious hands on her most sacred possessions. In the holy place itself, where has been set up the sea of the most holy Peter and the chair of truth for the light of the world, they have raised the throne of their abominable impiety with iniquitous design that when the pastor has been struck, the sheep may be scattered. Arise then, O invincible prince, Bring help against the attacks of the lost spirits of the people of God and give them victory. They venerate thee as their protector and patron. In thee, holy church, glories as her defense against malicious power of hell. To thee has God entrusted the souls of men to be established in heavenly beatitude. O oh, pray to the God of peace, that he may put Satan under our feet, so far conquered that he may no longer be able to hold men in captivity and harm the church. Offer our prayers in the sight of the Most High, so that they may quickly conciliate the mercies of the Lord, and beating down the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, do thou again make him captive in the abyss, that he may no longer seduce the nations. Amen. That's the original prayer to St. Michael, written by Pope Leo XIII after his vision. Now, you know, there were many people who thought, you know, Satan said he needed 75 to 100 years, and of course, this prayer was uh, um, composed in 1884, and that's when he heard, that's when Pope Leo heard the conversation between God and Satan. Uh, but there were some people who thought that the hundred year uh, that were hundred years that were given to him began in 1917 at the Fatima vision, and then he had a hundred years to do what he said he was going to do, which would have taken us to, to, to 2017, which was three years ago. But then some people say, ah, but there were um, a few uh, years of mercy in there. Like we had the year of mercy, um, was it 2014, was it? Pope Francis declared that, and there were a few others. So they were years of, of protection against that. You know, who, all I know is 
in my lifetime, and I'm old. <laughs> I'm, you know, I I I I turn 66. I will turn 66 in December. In my lifetime, I don't ever remember seeing what we see today in the world. Now, I lived through the 60s. Many of you, like me, who lived through the late 1960s, 68, 69, when there was all that trouble that we had, especially the year 1968 was a horrible year. The assassinations of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy, but the the, uh, the riots and the violence uh, as a result of the um, Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Of course, 1965, we had the race riots in, in Watts in, in, in Los Angeles and in Newark and other part, other other large cities, um, but I, I don't think I've ever seen this. I was reading an article saying how if you look, you know, you see on the news these the Antifa's and the um, the, the uh, agitators and the pro the, not, not the peaceful protesters, but the the the, the thugs, the, the people who are breaking windows and looting and stealing, and those those. Uh, People who will, will be, people are dining outside, right? And they come and sit down. They're belligerent and taking their food and trying to intimidate them. This is horrible stuff. And they say, look at the looks on these people's faces, those who aren't wearing masks. Uh, and I'm not talking about the, the, the medical masks, but they wear, they cover their faces so that the authorities can't find out who they are. When they do show their faces, they're, they're just, they're vile. You see the, you see the face of evil. You see how Satan has, unfortunately, so much inspired people to do his, his beckoning. And then good people, because we're just not used to this, you wonder, wait a minute. And, and, and the, the force of evil is so prevalent. And, and I think over the weekend became so prevalent when the attacks against uh, the Supreme Court nominee, um, Amy Coney Barrett, who is a very faithful Catholic woman, was being attacked and will be attacked even more so because she's Catholic. And you know, Satan hates the church. He hates you. He hates me as faithful members of the church. Can't stand us. Can't stand what we do here at Domestic Church Media. We feel it sometimes. You know, you'd be surprised. And, of course, I've been doing Catholic radio for 25 years. 25 years. This, my, this is my 25th year. I started in, in uh, doing little fill-ins and, uh, one week, uh, one, once a week uh, back in 1995, in, the, in November of 95 when I first started. And I've seen, I've seen evil. I've, <laughs> I've. We've we've been attacked. Trust me, uh, you'd be you'd be surprised, and I was surprised too, even from where those attacks came. Sometimes, we least expected. How devil the devil got his grips, and just horrible stuff, because he hates what we do. Because we do the best we can to bring Christ to others, to help people encounter Jesus. And you, I'm sure, feel that too. When you, you, as Holy Father said, you know, uh, as we began the program, sharing his Angelus message from this Sunday, that as we strive for holiness, we're going to find ourselves in spiritual combat. Because Satan hates that. He hates that. 
It's been that way from the very beginning, from the fall. And it will be that way until Christ comes in all his glory. And you know, my friends, again, we mustn't fear, mustn't be afraid, mustn't become disheartened or discouraged. Because we know that Jesus is he's 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 won. He he's the victor. He's the victor king. This is just skirmishes along the way. That he will come in glory, and that's the day we long for, we pray for. But in the meantime, be, by virtue of our baptism, we have every reason and every right and every obligation to be his soldiers here in this earth against the powers of the enemy. He's given us everything we need, as Jesus has, and the weapons we have in, in, our, in this spiritual warfare, in his word, in the, in, the, in the gift of himself, in the Eucharist, in the sacraments, Holy Mass, and all those wonderful sacramentals that we have at our disposal. These are the most powerful weapons against the enemy who is the prince of this world. And we're seeing, my friends, today, and will see, I think, even more so over the next five weeks, the manifestation of that evil because there is a battle going on, a battle of, of extraordinary proportions. But we know that, as I said, and I believe that we will see a divine intervention of the most extraordinary kind manifest itself. And we're going to be a part of that. Okay, I'm going to go tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, have a great rest of your night. Don't forget 9.30, the novena is being prayed tonight. And tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, day one of the novena to Our Lady uh, for our nation. Okay, I'll uh, be back tomorrow. God willing, my name is Jim Manfredonia. Thanks for listening. God bless you, and God love you.